Well, yesterday we looked at a choppy delivery, didn't we, about how that actually sounds in practice and what you can do to try and avoid it, what may be the cause of you having a choppy delivery when you're reading a script. Before that, it was the bunged-up voice. We've spoken about the breathy voice, dry mouth problems as well, and also the boring voice at something which is dull and flat and monotonous and uninterested, disinterested, a little bit disengaged, that people aren't going to listen to much, and it sounds as though you don't care. Now, as with all of these, or most of them anyway, it may be okay to have these kinds of delivery if it gets your message across, if you are really communicating with your target audience. Yeah? So, Bear that in mind. What I've always said, not here to change your voice in as much as tell you what you should be sounding like. I'm here to help you if you perceive there to be an issue or a problem or something you want to change. Or maybe someone has said, you'll get that gig if you do this, but you don't know how to do this. It's my job here in these pocket-sized daily podcasts to help you get from over here to over here. And it's that journey that I'm helping you with. So that being said, hello, I'm Peter Stewart. Welcome to today's episode of Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and VoiceOver Voice. Today, we're going to be talking about the ending pattern voice. What is that? Stay tuned and I'll tell you what it is. You may have an idea now because I've just been doing it for the last few sentences. It's a variety of a sing-song pattern. Now, we're going to be talking about sing-song patterns a bit later on, but as you probably realise, these are done in alphabetical order. So sing-song obviously is going to be coming in several days because we're on E for ending pattern voice. But this presenter may, annoyingly and predictably, end a phrase or sentence with the same or similar, wait for it, intonation. (laughs) It's one beloved of news reporters. They speak naturally for most of the sentence and then pause before giving the same emphasis to each of the three words at the end. And as you can tell, it's very annoying to hear. Listen, I don't know whether this is the same around the world. It's a pet hate of mine. Many of these things are. I live life on the edge. I get frustrated about a lot of what I hear in other people's voices. And one of them is TV and news reporters who are talking perfectly fluently to camera and delivering a report until they get to the end of the report or end of a sentence. And then they give the last three, sometimes maybe four words, the same intonation as they end. And it is so annoying, isn't it? So what can you do about it if it's happening to you? Maybe it's happening to you and you haven't realised. Maybe you're thinking, oh, do I do, do I do that? Oh, I'll just quickly listen back to it. <gasps> I do. Oh, good heavens, why has no one pointed this out? Okay, what can you do? As I say, it may be an unknowing verbal rut that you've got into. Sorry, it may be a verbal rut that you've got in two. (laughs) Gently highlighting it to somebody else or highlighting it to yourself, that realisation, is going to help. That's the first step to realisation that you are doing it, that you are doing it. Together with looking at the sentence construction in the script, because it may be that how you have written the script has got you into this furrow that you can't get out of, that's easy to 
brake potentially. I nearly did it myself then. Did you realise how easy it is to get into that rut? But it may be, looking at your scripts, if you are doing something which is scripted, that the last three or four words of each sentence or each paragraph or each story are short, sharp words. And then you are going to be getting into that rut, yeah, which is going to be difficult. More examples of this kind of verbal behaviour in our short series of episodes from 267. Shoot me now. I can't get out of it. Uh, here's, here's another tip. Understand what it is you're reading. What is it about? What is the context? Look again at the actual words you need to lift or subdue to help tell the story. Because that's what's important. Because if you are dropping the last three words of a sentence or a paragraph or a story... It shows that you don't necessarily understand the words which need to be dropped or the ones which need to be lifted to help explain the story to your listener or to your viewer. Listen back to episode 322 and the episodes either side of that for a little bit more on how you can get out of the ending pattern voice rut. I nearly did it then, but I joined that phrase together. The ending pattern voice rut, not the ending pattern voice Right. Okay. So speeding up maybe a little bit at the end as well, conjoining those last three or four words. As I say, the first tip is realising that you do it in the first place. I'm now going to give myself a slap around the cheeks so I can get out of that rut, which I've been in for the last couple of three minutes. And tomorrow, I'm, I'm going to be preparing for this instead. Tomorrow, our next episode on filler words, the overuse thereof. Like, I know you do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, filler words. Um, so, yeah, kind of thing. Going to be talking about that tomorrow as Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs>